Yeah, you guys heard it right. Me and Yelena from uh, Black Widow. Yeah, we're practically a couple right now. We're kind of keeping on the low key that a lot of people know, except for you guys. So uh, you probably won't see any pics or videos or anything with us ever hanging out. But I'm just I'm just throwing it out there. Yep, Marvel's back to the big screen with Black Widow coming out. And we got a bunch of other movie reviews and some game news coming out. So a uh, big episode for you today, guys. Enjoy, baby girl. I'm so excited. That I, I just did. can't hide. I might have messed, messed that countdown up. That's fine. I don't think I don't think it matters, honestly. It's not that it's like not the end of the world. It's not like the DC cinematic universe where it's all going down. Heck! They are crashing and burning. But crashing episode burning. 23. 23. I gotta pull back up. Double three. that. That's 46. Alright, we're never doing that joke because it was funny once and now it's been ruined. Yeah, but you see, it's happened so it's many fun. no, it's happened so many times. It's our thing. It's our thing. It's party chats thing. I can understand. It's party chats thing. I can understand that. We just Man. keep adding to everything that we throw up on this podcast now we have mics i know so so if we're this, testing another another audio thing jim bought like those mics that you attach to like your little shirts and everything for the pulse the right? yes so if the audio quality is trashy we will be reshooting this tomorrow yeah so let's hope it goes to well we're it was squeaking earlier but it should be good now honestly so yes i think we figured out the cause and solution for that but and yeah um Chris Pratt, Amazon Prime tomorrow. I want to point something out. I did not watch it. Jimmy did not watch it. I watched it despite the earlier reviews being everyone claiming it's garbage. IGN I claiming it's garbage. IGN verbatim what they said. I'm a very bad reader. So if you see Do you want me to read it? No, no, no. I got this. Okay. The Tomorrow War is an astonishingly bad. It's got a confusing plot and emotionally shallow hero arc. And the monsters are mess uh, are more messy than menacing. It's astonishing that the helm of the Lego Batman movie followed that vibrant, funny, and wildly entertaining offering with an action movie that is such an eyesore, such an insane eyesore. My bad. That's extremely harsh. Like if I went through a review and I heard that, that is extremely harsh. Yep, they give it a three out of ten. A three out of ten. This is That's... the same studio that gave F nine and an eight, eight out of ten. Eight out of ten. The but, Last Jedi, a 9 out of 10. Like, been saying this. Episode 4 of Loki was an 8 out of 10, I think. Been saying it for ages. And I'm like... I do not trust IGN. We only use it to find out what's the talk on the town because they don't know what they're talking about. It's nonsense. Absolute nonsense. Dude, it, that is a harsh review. And calling it an insane eyesore, astonishingly bad shallow hero arc of a film holy smokes so of course i had to go watch it to find out why it was so bad and i i found out i was thoroughly entertained the whole movie i would i i don't know what they got that from i, I have was, no comment because i haven't seen it i was thoroughly entertained and if i paid to see it in the theaters i would have been okay with paying to see it in the theaters really yep sequel i've heard that possible sequel. there is a possible sequel the way it ended, I do not know how. Of course, I have my theories how, but it could just be a money grab. But the way this thing is getting shattered by I, I, everybody is... I said, this, I said this to you before we started recording. The way this channel is going is we are becoming enemies of IGN, and like <laughs> that's, 
that's how we're going. And I, you know what? I'm totally fine staking my claim against IGN because they don't make sense. Yeah. I, there was one comment that you read off before we did this, and it was someone saying, oh, so they gave this a three. Does that mean it's like a seven yeah, or an eight? I looked at the comments on the IGN's post just to see what everybody else was thinking, to see if I was crazy or not, which we already know I am. But anyways, yeah. all of them were like, IGN's wrong. You don't know how to review movies. IGN, what are you talking about? This movie was great. This movie was good. It's not a three out of 10. They're like, oh, I didn't give it a three. It must be a seven or eight out of 10 then of a movie because they don't know how to do it. And I'm just like, I'm glad I'm not the only one. I was, I was like, I like Chris Pratt. I think he's a good actor. I was like, maybe I'm just thinking it's high because I like Chris Pratt. No, not at all. It was apparently not just me. I didn't watch it, I, so I don't have a lot to say. I'm only here to uh, say IGN is smoking something, and I don't know what it is, but get, share it. Yeah. Share it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I recommend watching this movie. And I saw something on TikTok, and this made me think. I don't know if it's it. I don't know if it's not. It could be. Chris Pratt is one of the few actors that's openly Republican, openly Christian, and, like, stands for what he stands for. He's, like... This is what I stand for. There is a lot of canceling going on. Could this be a hate crimes for horse? I don't know if hate crimes is the right word. People will be disliking it just because it's Chris Pratt. Maybe. They it's a possibility, it. but I do feel like. Now, they didn't do it in the past movies, but he wasn't right. as open as he has been recently with the, the riots, the election, this, this, and that. This is like COVID. He's like, no, I stand where I believe for like i'm a christian republican this this and that i think it's a, a possibility just because of the sheer fact that the whole cancel uh yeah. the whole cancel what's the word i'm looking cancel for culture yeah cancel. cancel culture that's going on i don't think it's that just because of the sheer fact that they gave f9 an 8 out of 10 and f9 was an absolutely ridiculous movie yeah i think it's just the sheer fact that whoever's rating movies at ign needs to get fired and put me in it's nonsense. Like, a we were talking, what did I just go see recently? We saw Black Widow. Yeah. And it's like, even that, and we'll get to that, but like, whenever I watch movies now, because I know we're talking about it on the podcast, I have to watch it from- You have like, a different eye. Uh, yes, almost. exactly. Like, I'm looking at it like, wow, you know, that's all right, but it's not- Does it make why, sense? Why, then... why is it there? And we'll talk about a few points that Black Widow did- in the movie that you know like i get because it fits story narrative yeah but i'm like this isn't accurate like i don't like this yeah like um, nah you're dead you're dead right um no i will say marvel i give them tons of leeway for that but exactly because, because it does it fits a story narrative yeah. which i'm like okay but like you know dc can't pull that off because dc already has nonsense in their movies as it is and now they have to uh, they have to make make sense yeah, they're robbed over here sending me pics of girls. I don't want on a double date with Rob and Trevor. I don't know why that's right now. Every time we go to the we're always like, yo, this is gonna be great. Somehow things go south on the date, and then we're just like well on the right home, it's like a well, look at you. Yeah, I know. Look at you. We're just all, it's like midnight, and we're like, where did things go wrong? <laughs> and we're like, Well, see you tomorrow. Things going wrong, pig. Yeah, I don't, apparently what? not. What? So, movie is called Pig, and it's it stars Nick Nicolas Cage. Cage. And I want you to think of this. John Wick, but no. with Nicolas Cage and no. a pig instead of a dog. Did you see, I did not watch it. Did, did you watch see the, the image? He yeah. looks fat. This is not John Wick. So, it says, Nick Cage gives a measured, meticulous performance in Pig. Cage turns his usual explosive inward 
explosiveness inward as he searches for his kidnapped truffle pig, resulting in a melancholy John Wick for the Portland restaurant scene. This is ridiculous. Look, I think National Treasures, great movies. Great movies. That is the best Nick Cage movies that there are. He does the same exact role in every movie. He's the same actor in every movie. And Dan brought it up. He mentioned, he's like, well, what about Tom Cruise? You could say the same thing about Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise is typecast. Exactly. (laughs) He might be a little crazy, but he's typecast into this cool guy mentality, this super spy. Like he's pulled off Mission Impossible, Top Gun. Oblivion, just different different films. I think a lot of Samurai as well. He pulls it off. Yeah, he doesn't. You're typecast, but you're good at that cast. Exactly. It's not like it's, but the typecast is cool guy spy. Yeah, like you can get away with that. Nick Cage does this same depressed, yeah. you know, schizophrenic. Oh. Every oh. single movie, even in National Treasure, there was a little bit of yeah. it. But I, I don't know, like Ghost Rider. Like, oh my gosh, that was just no. like, oh, as a kid watching it, I'm like. I like this. I finally get to see Ghost Rider on the big screen. But I like going back and watching these movies. I'm like, what's going on? This I, is nonsense. I cannot watch Ghost. I'd rather have my army physical done by Freddy Krueger. My initial army physical. Right. I'd rather have that. it done by Freddy Krueger than, than, than watch Ghost Rider Stop again. Stop that. But it's just like, I don't know, man. After a certain point when you actually know what an actor's job is supposed oh, to be, he doesn't <laughs> do it. Like You're supposed to be able to change and adapt. But it's just like he doesn't, and he's—it's the worst kind of not being able to change yeah. and adapt. Like you can only be this like depressed schizophrenic so many times before it gets old. Yep. Like at least the distraction from Tom Cruise in these movies is the fact that there's a lot of action, there's there are a lot of great well. exactly charisma, yeah. and there are a lot of great superior uh, supporting characters yep. that take away from it. It's probably why National Treasure did well. Because you had supporting characters that actually like added to his honestly, yeah, the whole scene, the whole situation, the whole and the concept on National Treasure was really good as well. Well, yeah, I would say make another one, but yeah, I, I haven't seen. I don't really plan on watching it that much. It's 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 just odd. But I, I didn't get that nine. We it's more War three. Like I said, IGN war. So I'm just curious war. Um, what if trailer dropped? Oh, yeah. I actually don't know if it dropped. It might have been out, but it was the first time I saw it. What yeah, if? it was in podcast. Um, I'm excited. Be able to see. Yeah, like, I think it's gonna be a great card. They show Peggy Carter as Captain America or Captain Britain, whatever it is. Um, they show Zombie Captain America a little bit. They show. They show Killmonger chucking a missile away from Tony Stark. Like, yeah. It's gonna be. It's gonna be hectic. I think. I'm excited. Do we know how long that series season's supposed to be? No, nah, I don't know episode wise. So DC typically runs animated shows like movies. Yes. So they own that domain easily. I'll easily say. What if I'm not gonna say it's gonna turn the tide, but it could be Marvel making an approach. Could you imagine if they changed games on that and like completely took it over? DC would be down bad. They'd be they literally they'd literally be yeeted. Um I don't know. I don't think they're going to do that. I think that's where Disney Plus comes in, trying to take the series. Guys, we have a we have a special guest announcement. Actually, um, I'm actually really happy this happened. Uh, Dan Swish died. 
<laughs> second one down is that how it works second one down do we give it a viking burial in the pool <laughs> yes Put him on it. let it go Yo, imagine it's a frog that licks it up <laughs> oh BLM wow. what was his name send a quill Kirito R.I.P. Kirito wow he will forever be hated Two fish down. So what? Do you have one left? Do you have one left? No. I give it two weeks. Last one called back. I give. Yeah. Is Dawn here? Oh, we're so good. Yo, that guy is. Yo. That was funny. Um, I think Disney Plus is changing. Actually, one friend's ugly. Sorry. What? <laughs> what did you just say? I said Mexican boyfriend is ugly. Oh, okay. All right. Um, yes. They're not. They're not gonna make a run on it's the animated movies. On. We're not talking Ooh. about relationships. We're talking about Marvel and what if new Marvel Deadpool makes his appearance. Yeah, finally. He's officially MCU. I didn't know it was official till you ended up telling me, and yes. I was like. Him and Korg had a little sit down. Yeah, Korg, like what a character Korg, to what pick. A, what a guy. They fit each other. What a guy. I was like, this is why I like Dark World more. Yeah, that was hilarious. That was good. Uh, I don't know who's. I don't, I don't know who Ryan Reynolds is. I know my, who Deadpool my is. I love. Wait. What? That's recorded. Uh huh. Oh right. Um. So Deadpool. <laughs> Deadpool's gonna be doing some things like reaction videos, social influencer work, park appearances. And after credit work by 2030. So in the uh, yeah. next nine years, you could be expecting him to a little, be little bit of poll action. Right. So uh, Ryan Reynolds dropped it as an Instagram. And, you know, for like the free guy movie, they did a trailer reaction kind yeah. of thing. And it was supposed like they, you know, they made smarky, little, smarky little comments the entire time. Oh, look at him. He looks like a cute little guy in a blue shirt. Right. Um, you know, Deadpool throws in a few Ryan Reynolds jokes, stuff like that. Um, I don't know what the social influencer work is going to be. Uh, I would assume I can see maybe, like, probably memeing on like uh, Marvel's official uh, posts. Maybe like you know Tom Holland gets a post out there, and you just see like Deadpool yeah. edited in the background or something, right? For like Spider Man, and then uh, it's funny because the way Deadpool's created and the way Ryan Reynolds plays him is perfect. He could show up Tom Holland doing the red carpet review for uh, what's it called Spider Man No Way Home. Ryan could show up, not tell anyone. Right. And jump on the red carpet. No one's going to be mad. No one's going to say anything. And everyone's going to be happy. It's just going to bring more publicity. Like, yeah, I'm curious like, to see how this is going to work out. Tom would be like, what are you doing here? And he's like, hey, what's up? I'm in the MCU now, so I'm just going to do whatever I want. Right. Park appearances is pretty obvious, especially now that they have Marvel Campus and all that coming out at Disney. Yeah. Uh, and after credit work. We might see some throwaway extra post-credit scenes where Deadpool makes a little pop-in. And this is all happening within the next nine years or so. Uh, so that'll be pretty cool. That's going to be a lot I can't wait. going on for him. So that's going to keep him busy schedule. Plus, Ooh. Deadpool 3, I think, was already confirmed. I think so as well. I don't remember. but I can't wait to see him. Like, I can, like imagine like Dr. Strange, Multiverse of Madisonance, and you just... And then Wow, stuff's really going crazy here, isn't it? Yeah, something like this. Song like that would be awesome. Um, oh, Kang slash 
Loki. So there's a lot of talk going on. Thanos is in. Thanos was out. Yes. Who is the next big bad guy? Like, what's going on in the Marvel Cinematic Universe that everyone's going to have to come back together for? And, well, clap their cheeks metaphorically. My guess is King the Crumper. I guess this after Thanos. It was just my nerdy comic knowledge just went straight to King. Or Galactus, but Galactus is like... You know, I just realized it's bothering me. Huh. When we look at each other, we're looking at each other opposite on the camera. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> Can you flip that? Oh, uh, that looks like that's, that's hey. not bothering me as much now. I can't believe I didn't notice that. Like, you were looking at me, I'm like, huh. I didn't know that either. Yeah. So, King the Conqueror is a, a big bad in the MCU, and he is capable of taking the role of quote Thanos, someone who everyone's going to have right. to come together to build. There's I think this is a fan favorite of what people want next. And well, it's becoming more of a possibility. He's more, he's confirmed in Ant-Man in the last Quantumania. It's definitely a big theory of him possibly showing up in Loki or being mentioned. I get to see him mentioned. Like. So because the whole time travel thing now is becoming such a massive thing, that's where yeah. you're getting this idea of why Kang's going to be in there. Because what's his name? Uh, something Reed. Nathaniel Nathan Richards. Oh, it's Nathaniel Richards. Which is believed to be Reed Richards' dad. So, yeah. His Fantastic Four is confirmed as well. It's, it's a whole thing, like, identity crisis, because there's he there's times where he's Reed Richards' descendant. There's times where he's Dr. Doom's descendant. It's a whole thing. Um, like, we were reading even one article that broke it down is just ridiculous with the amount of information behind Kang. Yeah. Um, just trying to freshen up on some of our knowledge, because our age group growing up, you're looking at a lot of uh, Avengers, is Earth's Mightiest Heroes yeah. is the last time you see him in something, yeah. something like that. Uh, but yeah, so like, there's a whole thing about like Nathaniel Richards, the Kang that we deal with isn't actually 616 Nathaniel Richards, but it is because 616 Nathaniel Richards does a whole time travel thing and yeah. brings peace to another Earth, and it's a whole thing. Um, you can always go and Google his backstory, uh, but we can give a brief overview, like abilities, powers, like why, how is right. he strong enough? And so, so here's technically what he is. Him alone pretty much has no powers by himself. It's just him. Now he has like, super, like slightly super strength and everything. And oh, Jimmy's putting all my phone in his mouth. Um, he also has like super enhanced intellect. Mm -hmm. Super smart when it comes to strategy, planning, and everything. And his most valuable asset is his ship that can go back and forth in the time, recruit his army of whoever he wants from past times, future times, and also gets, uh, what's it called? Weather. Time. So, like, one of them has a future laser, which can literally just suck the life and willpower out of people and everything like that. It's just something you don't see in Marvel that much, or just enhanced army of, like, different aliens or breeds or other people and the way he got his name was he ended up conquering one planet like by himself and just with his quote-unquote toys and weaponry and everything and then just became king the conqueror and it's just driven by conquering by himself and the way i put it marvel already beat like a villain and i'll say he's more of the bronze just straight up so this thanos would be more has, of the brain yeah thanos has the gym and everything without the gym he could fist fight hulk fist fight thor he right. them, like both before so this guy's more the brains, and it's odd because you don't have Tony, right? Which would be a major, now, major help. It has to be like Doc Strange would have to take the helm. I feel like for brains, 
I'm wondering, Doctor Strange, no, because they're they're introducing Fantastic Four, so it'd be Reed Richards. Yeah, if, if they do, then Reed, yeah. Um, and it's a whole like a little more into his backstory is like one of the Nathaniel Richards uh finds out like because uh uh Kang comes through and tries to like influence him into taking that road. Well, he doesn't want to go that road, and so this is the kid that spends some time as like Iron Lad and some other heroes yeah. as a young Avenger. So you see him quite a bit in the comics, and it, that's why it's like kind of a complicated story to go over. Um but the reason that this is more of a possibility now is because you have this technology with the Loki's jumping through time and you know all these time all branches coming in now. A piece of tech could get lost and you could have this Nathaniel Richards from whatever timeline go through and start this and now you're going to have your Kang the Conqueror. Yep. Yeah, it's, it's becoming more and more and more viable right now. Especially with all the stuff going on, everything could draw him easily. Especially with the multiverse of madness, we don't know what's happening in Spider-Man yet. He'd be like, so many people are around. still saying live action. I we gotta wait and see. I want a trailer, man. We thought, we're, we're at Black Widow. Already. I don't want a trailer. I don't care what you want. I want to go in. Then don't watch it. I want to go in. Like, if it comes out, I'm gonna watch it. I'm so how it is. I'm gonna watch it if it comes out, but I don't. I'm want just gonna be out. like, I'm not I, even here for. I do warm-ups so. not to give anything away. They have to know everybody's craving this trailer. Oh, that's exactly why. This is going drawing it out. You don't have to be a Spider-Man fan to realize that this opening night is going to be ridiculous. The way the last one ended. By the way, Spider-Man is Peter Parker. What the? Cut. And then you're just like, you, where do you go? It's going to pick up John Wick through you on the run, boy. Like, I cannot wait. I just want a trailer to see what's going on. See what's happening. Marvel, don't drop a trailer. Don't do it. It's, it has to be soon, though. It's July. Yeah, uh, five months away until the movie, and it's all we haven't even got the teaser yet. Nothing, I love it. Nothing with a dun dun dun. I love it. Dun, 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 dun. I crave it, and I love it that I'm not getting it. It is. Don't feed my Spider-Man addiction. Don't do it. it. Don't do it. Oh, and we actually saw Black Widow. I I enjoyed it. Good movie. I solid. I enjoyed it more than I thought I was going to. There were some curveballs that I was not a fan of, and I think that's where we go back to watching it as a critic. Yeah. Um, good movie. Helena is my wife. Helena is, is my amazing. Oh, um, the show, in my opinion. Favorite part of the movie. She is hilarious. And I gorgeous. love the sister. I have a chance. That they were like bouncing back. And I have forth. a chance. No, you don't. What do you mean? Stop. I can pull her. I'll DM her. Stop talking. Stop talking. I can be. She could be my little honey. Stop talking. My little cupcake Stop bad. talking. Um, the rivalry between them was funny. She calls out Black Widow on Natasha, Scarlett Johansson, on, like, her superhero poses. Like, there's a lot of little jokes yeah. in there, and they're funny. Um, Red Guardian. This was an issue Red when the movie Taskmaster was coming out. The biggest, hmm? Red Guardian and Taskmaster, I'd say, were the, the biggest, biggest disappointments of this movie. Because everyone knows Red Guardian goes hit for hit with Captain America in the comics. He's I think it's smart, he's intelligent, he's strong. He's a slob, he's dirty, he's fat. That's the Black Widow yeah. movie version. And it's like, dude, so he's the Russian super soldier, and he's in jail, and he got fat, and he's like a slob, and he's lazy, and it's like, what the he's heck? breaking people's arms. Right, like, I feel like they, I feel like modern-day Marvel is going down a much more comedic path with a lot of their movies. Yeah. And I feel like you have characters for that, and you should just leave it with those characters. 
Spider-Man, uh, Deadpool's now in the MCU. Yeah. Um, you got away with Thor Ragnarok. I think it was it wasn't one of the favorites. It was still a good one. I'm trying yeah. to remember what people were saying about it. I but like, like Guardians yeah. of the Galaxy. Yeah. Like you have other characters. You can incorporate it into Doctor Strange because you've seen how his character's handling some of these off-worlders. Yeah. Uh, like you can throw in jokes. But when you keep incorporating it into all of your movies, you don't need to do that. Save it for people like Spider-Man who's supposed to be comedic. Save it for, like I said, yeah. you know, Deadpool's coming to the MCU. Um. You have characters like Korg in the Thor movies and yeah. stuff like that. You can get away with it. Just stop overly introducing it to your movies because you're starting to phase away from the series. Like, look at the original Avengers movie. Look at, like, it was light, there were lighthearted parts, mm -hmm. but you weren't going so nonsensical with just funny. That was like Galaga. Back to the movie. Like, that was a right. It was, like, and and that was the thing. Right. Yeah. It was a lighthearted moment. Right, but it's just he like gets air, Playboy Plantimus. But those were like quotable jokes. That exactly. I, I can just 2012, last time I watched the movie, probably I can still quote and it. They're hitting so many more jokes into it. And personally, I just yeah. feel like you're kind of losing some of the serious moments that would be in this. Don't get me wrong, Black Widow had some serious moments in it. Yeah. But you know, I'm starting to sense this sway into comedy. That's not supposed to be like swaying as much. Because there are some parts after they rescued Red Guardian, and um, Yelena was talking to him. Uh, Red Guardian made a joke, like, oh, What is it? What is it? Your time of the month? She's like, Actually, no, since you sent us away and like we got all of our inside scooped up. Right. That could have been like, like when you think about it, that's tough. Like, right. you sold your children away to the government, loses weapons. Yeah, they children. can't bring up children, they can't do any of that, anything motherly. Fake children. But yeah. Yeah, anything motherly like that at all. And they turned it into a joke, which yeah. is fine. Like but it's all, like, that also could have been a serious That could have put like, so much more weight on the because you do, you you hear about the Red Room from Natasha throughout the movies, but you now get to see how it affects other characters. I want to talk that intro was when they had that song playing and they were like going through like the girls marching and like stuff like that. Oh was, yeah. That was like that was a tough intro. Yeah. It was not what I expected. I was like, I looked over at Cheek and I was like, yo, this is actually like somber. Like, this is shocking. And Taskmaster. So Taskmaster is Let's, super strong. Comic. He is a hitman yep. who uses his... Um, Mimic assassin abilities. Well, it's, it's, I think certain ways he describe it is his perfect memory. Yeah, um, yeah. It's I'm like a photographic perfect yeah. memory when it comes to And that's and how anything. he copies your movements and he sees you make a move down and he's so athletic that, you know, he transfers that and he can mm -hmm. immediately copy your moves. And that's his fighting style is if he's fighting you, you're fighting yourself. Yeah. But every now and then he'll also incorporate other people he's fought against, you know, if he knows that you have a weakness against that. Yeah. He's a really cool villain. I actually really like him. Yes. And I was so excited to see him in this movie. Or see her in this movie. Yeah. I don't care that it was a female. I care of how they did it. Yeah. Because it Taskmaster is now it was a throwaway. It was like the Mandarin in yeah. Iron Man 3. And I don't care. Fight me on it. I'll say it no, was a I'll agree with it. That's and all it was. Because he would have been a good villain for you that. You could have brought well. him back in a Disney Plus movie. You saw a Disney Plus show. You saw him like fake bring his claws out because he watched Black Panther in yes. the fight. You saw him with the shield because he watched Captain America. That stuff's cool. That's Taskmaster. But like, 
the reason. So it's the main. I can't remember his name, but the chick that Natasha thought she killed, getting rid of the red. Yeah. Woman, the guy who's kind of like the head honcho of the widows, right? His daughter supposedly got blown up, and Black Widow thought, you know, that was to tell that this dude was in the building, so it was technically her fault. And Tanya, I think is her name. Tanya. Oh, the daughter? Yeah. Um, yeah, so his kid dies, or so you think, and it turns out she's Taskmaster, right? Half her face is blown off. She's got a chip. That's how exactly. she – and, you know, he does this whole chemical mind control thing on all the new widows. And you're just like – you're watching it, and you're like, it doesn't ruin the movie for me because yeah. it fits the narrative of the movie, and it goes with the story. And – Black Widow gets her closure. This is the final time you're seeing Black Widow, and it goes to the after-credit scene where Elena's at her grave, right? Yeah, we'll so that scene as well. you see her closure throughout the end of the movie, and then you know she's going back in the Quinjet to where she goes to Steve and help break people out of jail, yeah. right? It's not Taskmaster, and it's just no. annoying because you're like, that's a throwaway. You could have brought this character back in Disney Plus. What if they want to do a Moon Knight Disney Plus series, which I think they're doing? I think they're, itself. No, Oscar Isaac's, I think, cast his movie. Right. That could have been a villain of the future. That would have been a great combo. Yeah. I, I think he was that Taskmaster was the best when he was first like RPG Natasha in the truck, right? And you see him roll up just like. Stomp out. If you watch when he swings, he swings like a grapple up and he flips like Spider-Man when he landed in a uh, Civil War. He trucks a shield like Cap and then he mimics Wanda's movement. That was a good scene with Taskmaster. Earlier on, so the film, I, didn't, I didn't feel it as much. Right. Because he's trying to push an agenda in it. Yeah. And he beat, he beat Natasha like Mm-hmm. And I was gonna think she was like, you should know I'm a better shot when I'm pissed off. And can I just ask something? Because I asked this, I had this conversation with my dad that I, I yeah. really thought I was gonna get the answer to. How did Black Widow escape? Which part? When she was kicked off in the water? No. So she walks. So this movie takes place right after Civil War. At the end of Civil War, yeah. she's talking with Iron Man, and Tony's kind of like, "You threw it away. You know, you have like so and so time." Till General gets here. I can't remember his name. Um, Ross. Yeah, Ross. Um, How'd she escape Ross? So she got away then. So I'll take that. I don't need an answer there. She took her window and she ran. She literally waited for Ross to circle her and give up. And you're telling me she just walked away from that? And went and at the end when she got into the Quinjet. Oh, I know when, what you're when about. her family and all the other widows flew away, and she, she waited. Was like, I'll handle this from yes. here. You, international criminal, and she just walks away. Oh, sorry, she dyed her hair and then got up. I really wanted the story on how she because you assume no, that's a fair point. You assume right after Civil War, she goes and meets up with Cap and helps Cap break everyone out of jail. Yeah, which is he like Wanda and Vision, and you and- still get that. Um, confirmation that she goes and meets up with Cap to help him break people out of jail. Yeah. How did she get away with almost a second time? You're telling me that her one route to leave flew away and she outran him on foot, or she got captured? Oh, let me cut and dye my hair, and I'll give my guy a heads up. Like I really wanted that confirmation of how they met up. You didn't have to get a Chris Evans cameo, but I was like, there's that's a that's a bit of a plot hole that doesn't have any plot armor around yeah. it, and it's like. 
to something I picked up. That no, it's a fair point. I, I don't know how. She got captured and escaped. Right. That, <clears throat> that'd be my only thing. She wouldn't have been able to outrun any of those. Things. They exactly. have Humvee. They roll roll onto the screen. You telling me she just escaped? Just just. Looks like none of them saw, and she was able because to get away, and they all, all looking at. The other heroes, maybe. The other heroes didn't break her out because she makes yeah, a no. comment about going to break them out. So she did it by herself. If yeah. she escaped, she did it by herself. Which she's fully capable of. I'm just saying, I would have liked some plot armor on that because now I'm here to. Uh, let my mind run. But let's hit this uh, after credit scene because there's something that was supposed to happen first that actually now happened second. Yeah. So if you watched Falcon and Winter Soldier, yes. you saw this lady, I believe at the Valentina. end of the final episode, Valentina. I think. And she's like, she's like, uh, I'm recruiting, I think it was like a team. So like, you'll be working with me a little more close often. She's talking to um, the John captain. Walker. Yeah, John Walker. His name. U.S. agent. U.S. agent, yeah. And so he's being recruited. And at the end of this scene, you see my love life, Yelena, at Natasha's grave. No, it's Yuh. Oh, it's Yelena. Unless yeah. the, the Y is silent. Cap. Yeah. Cap. But you see her at Natasha's grave, kind of paying her respects. And Valentina, right? Yes. Shows back up. And she's like, you're interested in finding the man that actually killed your sister? Right. And she's supposed to be like on off time. Yeah. And she's like, um, she's like, sure, why not? Let's see who it is. Pulls out a picture of Hawkeye. Which is Cap. It's absolutely And I was like, oh, yeah. I was like, I didn't think it would go this way. How do people actually know that story? That's what I want to know. What, they just said that Clint Barton yeeted her off a cliff to get the Oh, yeah. How do they know that? Well, I feel like it was was told, like, a legacy thing. Like, these heroes were lost. Iron Man did this. Black Widow sacrificed her life for this. Right. Uh, Captain America went back in time and did this. That's my guess. Like, I want to see how it plays out. And you're gonna see probably end up seeing both. Oh yeah, but so you're supposed to see Valentina first because Black Widow's supposed yeah, to be so last year, and now you're seeing her. The first time you're seeing her, you're seeing her as a much more massive role because they released. Falcon Winter Soldier yep. for instead of this little tease that you were supposed to get. And, you know, it kind of changes, changes the dynamic of how you feel like about reverse character. Right, because normally you're like, well, I forgot her when I like, the movie. this is how they're doing it. Like, who's that? And then you start to look at this character, but now you're seeing this kind of, like, anti-Avengers group start to assemble yeah. a little bit. So now are we thinking, is she with U.S. Agent then? I don't think that's really good. I don't think they're together, but... I don't think that's really going to play a part in it just because of the way that she makes her um, point in Black Widow. It's more or less like, you know, this has already been going on for a while, which a lady like Valentina uh, portrays herself. You can kind of assume before she started signing on U.S. agent and Black Widow's sister. Yeah. um, She's been doing this for much longer before that. That's what I think as well, but makes me curious. And we also, so uh, I think that wraps up Black Widow. I don't have yeah, anything else. Yeah, I, I don't have anything else. Credit oh, overall, definitely a good movie. I yeah, it was good. Watch this movie I'd buy yeah, when I it comes really out and rewatch it. I'd even rewatch it. I still think that we should have gotten a Black Widow movie while Scarlet. And she looked good. Don't get me wrong. She looked yeah. really good falling back into a role. But, like, I think uh, her, a younger Scarlett Johansson, like, at that time frame in movie, like, that would have fit a lot better. Because even Civil War, Black Widow was – was peak 
Yeah. So if you would have gotten this movie in timeline with when, like right after Civil War and all that, I would have liked that. I would have liked it as well. It would have just fed the story so much more than you see her in Infinity War with Cap and you're right. like, yo, that's where she went. Like, but then you don't get your after credit, your end credit scene. So I kind of get it, but fair. it sucks a little bit. Uh, Fear Street, 1975. This is part two to the movie that we talked about last week, and part three is coming out in a few days. We actually watched series. it immediately after Black Widow. Like, we came yeah, home and watched the Fear Street. Like, Street. Yeah, why yeah. not? Um, I like it more than the first. I love something about the whole. It makes more sense than the first yeah. because the kids are stranded in yep. a camp and, you know, the entire city's not just abandoned. Yeah. Um, and I said it again. I was like, "What are the thought? Oh wait, that's no, no phones in a camp. I can agree with that." They yeeted us on Cindy Burton or Burnham, whatever her yeah. name was. You think it's the older sister, and it's actually the younger sister. Yeah. And I was like, "I'm sitting there like complaining about this." As Jimmy was like, "How is this like, happening?" Because the younger sister <laughs> Ziggy gets shanked like three times. Yep. But then she dies, and the older sister Cindy who is what they're calling the older lady in number one, um, she gets just an axe to the chest like six yeah. or seven times. And I'm like, yeah, I'm sitting here yeah. like, this is Cap. You're telling me that the chick who gets shanked doesn't come back, but the chick who's just getting her chest pressed in is going to somehow get revived. But then, you know, uh, her little boyfriend – who uh, she actually the sheriff in yeah, the first movie? Who she thought they were close, and then he goes and be acts like a tool. Uh, he says it's Cindy, and she kind of just rides it out. But I, I'm kind of curious as how that flies because what in the nonsense? You're telling me that when the parents come, the mom, who I guess yeah, she's messed up, but she wouldn't be able to recognize the difference between her older and younger sister. How I don't know how her daughter plays. like. There's not a lot of plot armor in these movies. Yeah. You gotta kind of just like swallow the pill and take yeah. it and keep watching because you can really dissect these movies and you're like, that's an absolute joke. Like that the mom never sense. show up. That she just you're gonna you're bad. gonna be there for a while just picking apart the movie. Um, but I mean, long story short, it's a good kind of, film. Yeah, you get People the, get the cut out. Yeah, you you kind of get the backstory. You get more of the backstory of the witch. Uh, you see a few things tie in. Uh, that you see in the first movie, it works like the Insidious movies. It's telling a story in yeah. reverse, um, but you're still seeing bits and pieces in the beginning of en and end of the main character that you follow. Um, but which is funny because I watched Insidious backwards. I watched it three, two, one. Um, and you're supposed to watch it one, two, three, but like chronologically, but in the movie timeline, I watched it progressing. Yeah. Um, you like can pretty much guess what's going to happen next in the show. Yeah, stuff, but it's still not a bad watch. I enjoyed it. I wouldn't pay to go see it, but since no, the that fact that it's a Netflix series, you know, it pays. I enjoy it. I'm and excited for the final part. They get know, the hand, fine. they bury it with the body. Yeah, and, and the main the yeah. girl from the first movie, what was her name? Sammy, maybe? No, Sam's the one that's possessed. Oh, I don't remember. Where her her friend or girlfriend or whatever, she's like burying the hand and she touches it. She and it's like a flashback all the way back to Sarah Fear. So now she's like the, the in Sarah Fear's body. Yeah, and they're about to relive the whole story, how it's happening. It's That's also a cheap way to keep it. Fear Street, 1966. 1666. 1666. Yeah, my bad. Three sixes. Yeah, 1666. Rude. I was a little dyslexic there and flipped it. Um, yeah, so it's going to be an interesting play. You can uh, see the pastor. He was shown off in the first movie as like another... 
demon she possessed and stuff like right, that. Right, right, yeah. It's going to be interesting. Uh, Friday, I'm sure I'll be here to watch it. Yeah, probably. So, can't, we'll uh, dissect that. And the Loki series season, season finale, because Loki was confirmed for a season two, which is we're, we're probably going to really dive into that because that the fact that it's season two opens up a lot of possibilities for how this is going to go. Classic. How's Loki going to end? Your opinion. What do you think is going on? Rough guess. I think they found the horizon leading to the timekeepers. I think something's going to happen where they are unsatisfied with the ending and they go to find a solution. And this is how it's going to lead into like, maybe the timekeepers aren't this big, all powerful thing. Maybe it's like some small shrimpy dude. And like, you know, kind of right. Um, now, obviously, they have the shadow thing that protects them, and I don't know about the comics because even in the comics, this was a thing, I guess, because yeah. there was a monster. Um, I think something's going to happen where they're going to get the truth, but they don't like the truth, or it's a false truth, yeah. and they keep digging, but that's why it's going to lead into a season two because they're unsatisfied or they want to fix this, and they don't want to stop the branching timelines. Yeah. They're going to enforce it. Yeah. I. This is how I'm hoping it ends. They, they, it's a cliffhanger, 100%. They, yeah, they're going to do whatever they're going to do at like, the beginning of the show. And then something mentioned of the timekeepers. And I just want Loki to be like, yeah, and who are you? I'm the one they call pain. Cut. Right. I could see that. They don't have to show them. They don't really even have to like say much about it. Or even like, but then again, we'll then again you're having interference with uh, Quantum Mania, which I don't think comes out till 2023 or 2024. Yeah, February 2023. Okay, so right then and there, we're also looking at another year, and when is Loki going to come out? Because now you have to have Loki come out before Quantumania, or you need a very solid explanation that they're not going to take the time to write into Ant-Man and the Wasp. Yeah. So I don't think you're going to see Kang at the end of this. I'm not sure. Personally. personally. I think it'd be such a good way. I think it would be a good way to end it and a good way to tie him in, but like I said, 2023, so that gives us an entire another year. I'm wondering yeah. when Loki season two is going to come out. Uh, it's the only MCU show that's coming for second right. season, right? So I believe so, yeah. I believe so as well. Um, and it's just one of those things where if you were to introduce him now, you're dealing with some runoff on what happens in between now and when he's in Quantum Mania. And then if you were to have a Loki backtrack, then yeah, I mean, yeah it's interesting, but you know, you already know what happens with Kang. Also, sign up since we said MCU shows and we'll, we'll be done. Here's how you bring Taskmaster into Moon Knight. Whoever's, um, well, now it's not going to happen. Uh, I, for, I forgot her name. Uh, whoever's the guy's daughter who's playing Taskmaster. I don't remember. I was so let down about it. Yeah, I want to take off the armor. She's like, this isn't me anymore. Throws it away somewhere. Someone else picks it up, not knowing it's actually Taskmaster's armor. But conveniently, I guess, has like the same martial arts experience and background. And, 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 and that's how it brings it back. And, and I wasn't seeing like Black Widow to be like, there's no way that's like the same person, or maybe they can tie into that. That's fine. It's, it's possible because they're also bringing back Mandarin, who everyone thought was a throwaway character in Iron Man Three. Even Dude, I, I was didn't. Like, I was so shocked when I was like, I was like, this is not the Mandarin. I was like, no, I was like, I'm so unsatisfied with that. I'm just a TV actor. was going Mandarin, on. Now I'm happy. Yeah. But episode 23, 23. is a wrap. Woo. That was a good one. It was a lot of stuff. We'll see you next time. See you guys.